Hey, how are things? This is just a quick message to say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast so far. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through PayPal. You can find us at paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. That's paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. Thank you. Hey, how are things? This is Mark here and welcome to episode 69 of the Clockwork Junkie podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Wednesday, the 13th of January. I hope the 2020 blues are gone away. I have a very, very requested person back on the show today. Emer, how are you? Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me back. Big applause for a big guest. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been keeping? I'm great. I'm good, thank you. Just got over it. I don't know, was that the fastest Christmas? I ever had like yeah it, 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 it didn't feel like Christmas kind of, no it didn't but it went really fast yeah it was like it was you know New Year's really quick and then then it was New Year's Day and then it's, then New, once New Year's Day comes it's over and then you're like oh, back to norm Tell whatever this, norm is did, uh, did, right? San, did Santa Claus come of course he did actually I you know I don't expect anything anymore and I got Oh, I have nieces and nephews who I spoil rotten. So, uh, good. Um, I got gorgeous little gifts from them. They're lovely. And yeah. earrings and stuff. Yeah, lovely. Um, and, uh, yeah, good crack. I, it's just full of children and they were so excited on Christmas. One of my nie- my ne- nieces, she got two turtles and I've never seen a child so happy in her life. She's crying. She's so happy. <laughs> That's nice. What's <laughs> um, the names of the turtles? Yeah, lovely. Oh, uh, Jeff Jefferson and Jefferina. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, she has it all in her head, like, she's a gorgeous girl. We had a turtle when we were really, really young. No, it wasn't got for me, it was got for somebody else in the house. And a small little, it was like a miniature island with water and stuff like that. And I come down one morning, um, I, I don't know what to start, fucking upside down, dead. Itself, like, it, it, it killed itself. Go away. Yeah. Yeah, see, I used to talk to her every day, so I, I don't really blame it for feeling down and feeling blue, you know. <laughs> Listen to me every day. <laughs> but, yeah, um, well, it's amazing. Yeah, these little turtles, like she was told that Santa wouldn't be able to bring her turtles because he wouldn't be able to get down the chimney. And then when they right. were there, it just it makes them more special when they're more surprised. Um, uh, and will yeah. they grow big, will they? Will they be? No, they're small. Right. Tiny, they're the small ones. I don't know. They're called, what are they called? Uh, I thought that like if you had them for a year you could have a pet for a year and then when they grow big you could have turtle soup you know that's what I was thinking <laughs> turtle soup yeah it was like they used to say in the army when I was in the army they'd say like look you have a chicken to survive for seven days what would you eat the seven days and the answer is on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday I'd have eggs and on Sunday I'd have chicken that's basically where that one goes <laughs> so you're back to work very good you're back to work. Yeah, I um I am. Yeah. Um I work in a first essential care center, so we're back to work, yeah. Um it's not as busy I'd say. It's it's not as busy as I have been. Yeah. Um, people I can well are imagine. just locking down. Yeah. And you um, um you, you were like just, you know I'm gonna ask you to give a little background on yourself in a minute, but just to let people like I mean most people that listen to the podcast know you already. I was just telling Amy there, um, we talked for five minutes before I pressed record. Um, she, her, pod, her last podcast was in the top five podcasts. So what have I got now? Nearly, what's this, 69? So the other 68 podcasts, it was in the top five. I got loads of emails yeah. asking her to get back on. Um, everyone thought we knew each other for years. Um, <laughs> as I said, as I said to, to, to James last week that when I met you, one of the first things you said was, I didn't know you existed. So that was nice. Nice little introduction <laughs> to Emer and her Emerisms. But, uh, um, so yeah, what's your background? You're, you're, you're kind of a jack of all trades, really. No, I'm not. I'm an expert in one field. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a physical therapist for 20 years. So I do a lot of hands-on work to yeah. treat injuries and working with the chiropractors. That's my main, my main, um, profession. Um, yeah. I love that profession. However, it's taken its toll on my body and my back and my hands. And, um, so I also specialize in essential oils. So I, co- I incorporate the oils into my work 
um, as a physical therapist and I also teach people how to use these essential oils at home for their own physical, mental and emotional health. And then I recently, actually the last podcast when you were here, I was being initiated to become an ACAM Mitra, which is a meditation instructor with with uh, uh, an academy called O&O Academy or PK Consciousness. Yeah. Um, Preetaji and Krishnaji, these are a couple in India who created this temple called ACAM, which is on uh, the highest frequency on Earth, on the planet in India, which is based on the Fibonacci Golden Circle sequence. So this temple is all, it's perfectly sequenced to be built and it's on a very, very high frequency. In, it's like in a forest in Chennai in India. So Sounds peaceful. Um, it's incredible. Like there, the wisdom that Prince and Krishnaji uh, share just blow your mind. They help you. They help you get rid of all suffering, and and they get they really get you to tap into your own subconscious mind, your own programming of why you're addicted to the suffering that you're addicted to, or where it all comes from. So it's very scientific based, based on energy. Um, the golden circle and, and the Hermna Gelta. It's, this Christian is he had a vision when he was 11 years old and this golden orb came to him when he was 11 and it was, and he had envisions to create this temple. Um, and he became an awakened soul and they live in this state of awareness. It's the highest form of awareness that you can be. And yeah. you know when you meet them because they're so intelligent and they're so calm um, and they just never get discombobulated or they never, they, they don't, everything comes from a place of calm and it's integrity. Like, um, and, I spoke to Karen Burke there on Monday and he was saying that yeah. of the people who would stand out when, when, when he was going to school, it wasn't like the, the loudest people or the most popular people, it was the people that... Yeah was just so calm and comfortable in themselves that you'd nearly, you'd remember them 20 years time, you know? Absolutely. But you know, yeah, it's the quiet ones. It's the ones who are so content and happy in their own skin. Yes. And the ones who, who they attract. It, it, so when you're in this state of calmness, there's electric magnetic field that flows outside your body or in through your chakras, which are energy centers. I'll talk about them later. There's seven energy centers in your body and it's an energetic magnetic field they're, they're like vortexes of energy they spin and when one is blocked it, it, it stops that electric magnetic field but when it flows you connect to a thing called the universal intelligence so it's like it's the law of nature it's how everything flows so you know just sometimes you know when when you're so you can't you can't control what blocks your chakras like your mother could die or your dog could die or you could end a relationship or, or, or you could be dumped or rejected or somebody's bullying you in work or your brother and sister is being mean to you or whatever it is or your parents won't let you do whatever you do what you want to do. Um, that can block your chakras. So it's a case of do you stay in the suffering and get addicted to those thoughts or do you let it go and, and free up your electric magnetic field for everything to flow? Like, you know, that's so interesting uh, like that's really really interesting like like i'm going to find out more about this today as i talk to you but like even for my yeah. small little pea brain like i can understand what you're saying like i think the first time that you're blocked and um, when you're a child is when yeah. you want to jump into a puddle and a parent says no straight away yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> no, that's a really really small yeah. thing but straight away you're stopped doing something that you'd know you'd enjoy you know absolutely but that what does that do is that creates a bad feeling and it's like that's wrong you're wrong you're unworthy you're unlovable and then you know they give out to you about something else and I'm not saying your parents are just trying to protect you of course and trying to absolutely and they're trying to stop you from getting sick and they're and society has programmed us to behave a certain way and be a certain way 100% so it's not the parents' fault for stopping you from doing. They're, they're literally the same when you get older and you mature. Like as a person is developing, the neurotransmitters in the brain are being developed. The place called the limbic system in your brain, which is the emotional center. So kids can't comprehend 
you know, that that's right and what's wrong or this is unsafe or this is until they get older. So in their heads, like you're just stopping them. They're just so present and they just live in the now that you've literally taken away what's bringing them joy because kids just want to be joyful. Absolutely. And that's all they know. And, and as you grow up then, society and rules yeah. and uh, patriarchy fucking kind of takes that out of you, you know. It, by, like, it's kind of, it, it's it's not really one big kind of, you know, hit. It's kind of death by a thousand cuts, you know. You can't do this, you couldn't do that, you shouldn't do this, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't and behave a certain way. They yeah. build up. But at the same, Go yeah. on, yeah. No, but they, like, yes, yes, so you have to figure out, so if you're, when you're, say, programmed to have destructive habits, you know, because you're, you feel unloved and what's the point and you're rebelling against authority and then you're realizing, well, this behavior of whatever I'm doing, whether it's, you know, drinking too much or yeah. sabotaging, sleeping too much or drinking too much, eating too much. And then it's like, is this serving yet? And then you're seeing where is it coming from? You know, so when you change a habit, or a thought or an emotion, you literally rewire the neurotransmitters in the brain. In the limbic system, it's the emotional center in your brain. So like just through meditation, uh, you can shift all those neurotransmitter programming. So, so you literally have to literally just be and just sit and just observe where it's coming from and you go within. That's what going within means. And then you get you literally get a hammer where you get realizations, which is what self-realizations is. To say, oh, well, oh, that's why I behaved this way because my parents treat and they did it over and over again or it's my way of reacting to my mother who drank too much or, or my father who's too angry or whatever it is. Yeah. You have an initial response to that action from other people's disconnection. You know? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So you... You know, it's, it's fascinating. I, I'm fascinated by this uh, because it can be passed down to, from generation to generation, Mark. Like it's like, like if, 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 you're, if, if you're surrounded nonstop, just say, for example, in a working environment with, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. three people who are disconnected, the chances are you're going to become yeah. the fourth because it's, 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 it's kind of seeping, it's kind of, it dilutes into you, doesn't it? Yeah, well, who you surround yourself with, who you become. So it's like, when you get to adulthood, you can actually determine who you want to hang around with. Correct. Like you can't really, as, as from your childhood, if you, you know, you can't. Well, your, you know, that's that's conditional. They, you have to be, you know, your family is your family, and the blood is there, and that's how you were brought into the world. But then, when you get to adults, you can separate. I'm not saying disconnect from them, but just don't hang out with them as much. Yeah. You know, or. I do. I, I I know exactly what you're saying. I I've 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 done that very thing. Have you? I have. Yeah. yeah, down through my life, I've done it. Like I've done it a couple of times. Um, when I had depression, I was I I I really start thinking about what I did and what I didn't want. I start thinking about yeah. Um, can I train my own? Like you know, people say to you just try to be happy, and and I kind of took that literal. I said, well, can I make myself happy? And if so, how would I go about doing it? What's the best way to do it for me, who's someone that's untrained? And I just start getting yeah. rid of anything that I found that was negative. Now, that may not mean that you or the next person might think it's negative, but it's my truth. It's what I think is negative, so I get rid of it. If people aren't positive around me, you're gone. I don't mean you're gone forever. You might be related to me. I will, as you said, talk, and but it'll be, uh, you know, short bursts with a big space in between, you know. Selective, yeah, thank selective. you. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, but, and and that's the way to do it because, like, who you surround yourself with, who you become. So if you hang around with people who drink too much, you're going to drink too much. If you hang around people who smoke, you're going to smoke. It, you know, and so on. But if your parents both drank and smoke, a lot of the children they either do the opposite to what their parents do or they copy them. That's yeah. the, that isn't it. So awareness, all this comes from awareness. So the first step is awareness, becoming aware. And you're literally opening new transmitters in the brain to wire and fire together. So you're going, okay, I'm aware that I'm doing this behavior over and over again. Now, how, what do I do yes. to shift that? Now, I think it's really important to gain a coach or just to be around someone who's doing what you want to do and hang around with them. Like, yeah. like when I was a swimmer, the best thing I could do was train with people, swimmers who were older than me and better than me so I could improve. <laughs> But if you if you train with people who aren't as good as you, you're not going to improve. 
You'll be you like know, the, the big fish uh, in the small pond, but you won't get any better or you won't grow. Yeah, yeah, you don't grow or you have everything. Because oh, magic happens outside your comfort zone. So you have to push through the comfort zone yeah. in order to, to push like, through the next phase of the next I'd be a big advocate Emer, yeah. of um, like if you have an idea or something you want to do or a goal that you've set that I'd nearly yeah. say only tell positive people because you, you, you will never hear a positive person or someone who's comfortable in themselves or someone who continuously is trying to improve themselves put you down. They'll always encourage you, always, because they're not afraid yeah. of, of you doing well. They want you to do well and they want themselves to do well. And, and they're positive yeah. people who are on the opposite side of that. It's no, don't do it. You shouldn't do it. It's too hard. There's too many people doing it. I don't think you'll be able to do it. Get away from them people. ASAP. They are right. an anchor. Yeah, but also, you know what, Mark? You have to realize that they're transferring their lack of self-esteem onto you. 100%. So when people when people do that to you, it's not about you at all. It's about them and their self-belief. So, like, it took me... like So, it's not about... You know, when people put you down, especially your parents, like your parents will say, no, don't do that course. No, you don't do that. That's basically their lack of self-esteem because they couldn't do it. So they think, you're my child. You can't do it either. You know? Yeah. So it took me years, like years to figure that out. So I just look at them and go, thanks for your feedback. And I just remove myself, but I don't let it get in on me. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I'm, I'm aware of who are the people that go, go for it, you can do this. So I'm going to hang around with them more better. Like more even, often, I mean. 100%. And, and like, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, even when I was growing up, like, my parents would have been very positive. Like, it was never, oh, you can't do that and you shouldn't do that. But when I got older, I found, like, in different groups of friends and particularly in school. And then when I went into the uh, uh, working environment, um, there was yeah. so much negativity everywhere. And, you, like, yeah. you, like, you know, you could nearly cut the tension with a knife if you walked into a room where everyone was negative. Nothing's ever good. Everything is wrong. Yeah. Everything is just downtrodden yeah. and beaten up and there doesn't look like a way forward. Like, what a load of nonsense. It's about perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never... Like, I, I listen to Blind Boy's podcast. He's awesome. And he talks about that very thing. He talks about when people are begrudging or you see someone doing really well and initially you just go, who do, do they think they are? Yeah. And they're a load of, bo- you know, and you just judge what they wear. You judge. And he says that was his immature transferring his massive low self-esteem on that person. And now that when you see somebody or, you know, someone is positive or doing really well and they just, it, you know, immediately irk you. And it's just like, because <laughs> you're feeling shit. And you're like, who the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Get out of my head. You know what? Yeah, that's put, feeling, yeah, yeah put like, that very well there. Yeah, it just irks you immediately. How is that <laughs> person doing well? And and I'm not sure I could do that. We'll do it then. No one's stopping you from doing anything, yeah, but you know. You won't. Of course you won't. <laughs> you won't do it. Yeah. But, but, um, no, um, but having said that, if someone says like, "Oh, I'm going to be, you know, a Hollywood actress and uh, tomorrow," and you're looking up and going, "Uh, like, there's a difference between not encouraging someone," and then you say, "Right, well, how would you get there? Like, what's yeah. the next step?" You know, or I want to be a physical therapist tomorrow. I'm like, eh, you have to go to college and do four years. You like, you just have to. You have to see what's the next step. Encourage them to do the next step, but don't. You know the way you can do falls kind of build people up. Yeah. To get their achievements, you kind of have to coach them and say, right, that's the end goal, but what's the next step that has to get there? Because you have to be realistic at the end of the day. Um, like, are you prepared to sac- to sacrifice your social life? in order to be an Olympic athlete. Yeah. You, know, you know, I want to be an Olympic athlete, great, but you, you know the training and the effort that needs to be put in in order to get there. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's like, that's important. Say like, um, we'll, we'll, we'll name a girl, we'll call a girl Emily and say she's friends of mine yeah. and friends of yours. And she comes to me and yeah. says, Mark, I want to become a physical therapist. And I say, you know, there's yeah. a four-year course for that. It's really, really hard. There's so many physical therapists when you start off new, you'd hardly get any clients yeah. because there's so many people that's out there already who have done the course, but have done it for years and are professional. It's really, really hard, and I don't know if you do it. The next day, then, she comes and speaks to you, and you say, well, look, I've done it. It is really, really hard, but I think if you put in the effort and are prepared to maybe not be as social as you once were, you'd be able to do it. And if you ever need a hand, give me a shout. And I think it's a great idea yeah. because it's a great profession. Now, that's me and you 
have a completely different opinions to the one person. And it's amazing how it would change the person's mind and give them that little boost. Absolutely. But also as well, you have no clue about the journey of becoming a physicist. Well, I do. Exactly. So I'd be more realistic. You know, so it's basically you talk to somebody who's already done what you want to do and ask them the fallback. So ask them the hard bit. You know, exactly. Ask them, and are you prepared to do it? Are you prepared to do whatever it takes to get there? Um, because like the journey that I did, I like I worked my arse off to get to, to be a therapist. I actually worked and studied, and I knew I was really dedicated. I was very passionate about it. I still am, and I'm twenty years in, I still love it. But yeah. I just know there's no but. However, it's not a forty-year career, you know, because if I, if I keep going by the time I'm sixty, I don't have arthritis, really bad arthritis in my back. It's an awful lot of strain on the body, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge amounts of impact. Yeah, it's like it's like a rugby player. I think a rugby player at an international level should only play for ten years. Otherwise, they definitely will have arthritis in their back. No yeah. question. You know, so it's it's a case of like again down to self care, down to you love yourself. You know, we talked about lo- you. Like I was amazed that you saying that you hundred percent loved yourself. Like, and, and I don't mean that you know what it takes to love yourself. Yeah, and I. That I really learned from you the last podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, because I actually, even from our conversation, I felt that I I'm loving myself way more now, and I'm able to say, "Oh, no, that's brilliant." I can't do that because mm. of our conversation. I'm very yeah, happy for you. And it, thank you. Thanks to you. But you have to, um, like you, like <clears throat> just you know, putting those two things together. So if this girl Emily spoke to me and spoke to you it'd be more um, realistic and more um, positive coming from you, whereas my character in this scenario would have been very, very negative. But I suppose the key to being yourself, the key to loving yourself, the key to being able to meditate and be calm is to take both of those opinions with a pinch of salt and be confident enough to go ahead anyways. Yeah, because at the end of the day, everyone's different. Everyone has different abilities. Everyone has different levels of connecting to people. Like, for example, you know, even like an actor, like, you know, not no two actors can do the same part. They if they bring their energy to whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. So it, it creates a different experience. So even it it depends on your attitude to life. Like I was always a positive, kind of optimistic person. I always chose to see the good in everyone, even the bomb on the street and I remember you know the bomb on the street you hear me that's a terrible thing to say but a homeless person I remember my father always treated everyone equally like I remember one time we went to Galway shopping one Christmas I was only like 13 or 14 and mom we're waiting for mom to come back and we're on shop street and there was this homeless guy and he was like real downtrodden you know he was smelly and he was drunk and he was like his clothes and dad started chatting to him like as if he was like he just started chatting, you know, yakking away. And he knew he was a musician and dad's a musician. And he starts, and I remember listening and look at this conversation. And I'm thinking, I love my dad. My dad's brilliant. He just loved everyone. Right. Yeah. And as a result, every single person, he programmed me to treat everyone the exact same, whether, you know, whether you're homeless on the street and downtrodden or you're the president or an actor or whatever, they're exactly the same. You, you never really know um, how somebody gets to the place they are like just because exactly. and we use the example of homeless just you know we're not talking about homeless but the example of it like someone that person two years ago might have run a very successful business and the arse might have fell over and that happens in life yeah. unfortunately um, and they may not have had family in Ireland or they may not have they may, whatever the case may be and now they're homeless and they could be the nicest genuine person in the world Um and people often yeah. say, well, I'm not going to give them 10 euros or $10 because they'll probably buy a drink out of it, you know. Of course they yeah. will. What do you want them to do? Invest it in stocks. Do you know what I mean? They're on the streets. Yeah. Like, have a bit of a cup on, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's on a spiral journey downwards. Like, actually, that's what I learned in the meditation. It's like, you either spiral downwards or you spiral upwards. But it's very easy to change the spiral, the energetic well, frequency. It's, ha- it's very easy. I have a question for you. Uh, yeah. So, 
let's say somebody spiraling downwards. Let's say somebody is surrounded by negative people. Let's say all the bad things, yeah. and in their mind, there's no way out. Meditation yeah. can help, anyways. Either way, it can change Absolutely. all that. Am I correct? Absolutely, straight away. Because the first thing you do is you kind of you close your eyes and you go inwards and you connect to your breath, and that that in itself shifts, gets calms down the sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system, and ignites the parasympathetic nervous system, which is what brings on and uh, that feeling of calm and relaxation immediately so if you did that even just 10 minutes a day you have literally calmed down you've ignited your parasympathetic nervous system which is what ignites which gets rid of cortisol you know and that stress hormone yes right so straight away when you just sit down close your eyes connect your breath with three breaths you literally get rid of your stress hormones and if you did that practice every day um you know, it, life would make so much better. You make better choices, more intelligent choices, and your brain is functioning so much better, and your immune system is working better. It's great when um, when you feel grounded, like when when um like the whole world could be spinning around you, but you're like in the eye of the storm. You know, you're so calm and you're relaxed and you're comfortable in yourself, and like no news will yeah. make you overly euphoric, and no news will bring you down either. You're just kind of what's the word I'm looking for kind of sailing along calmly and peacefully if that makes any sense yeah but yeah just not to react to the, the chaos correct it's, yeah. like it's perfect right now in this pandemic like yeah. it seems very chaotic but if you look outside it's really really calm like the law the universal intelligence is still working away that's what I I that was a huge take from the first lockdown it was like you know I wasn't working for six for three months and I was every you know the sun came up every day and it went down every night and the birds kept chirping and you know the flowers kept growing and I was like you know life still goes on life goes on and money correct. was come, money was still coming into my I was coming out miraculously and I was like I've just spent the last 20 years stressing over the money like yeah <laughs> and right I had to you know you had to shift stop your mortgage payments for a few months and and your car payments or whatever but I was like okay well everything's okay yeah I mean like um, that's like nobody you know what I mean that's these things happen like I used to worry like uh, look I, I, I'll go into it on a different podcast before I even now I'm in debt for things down through the years and I worried about that so much for such a long time yeah and over a period of time I just stopped worrying Um, yeah you know it's 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 you can't take knickers off a bare arse you know <laughs> if you haven't got it you cannot give it you know for me it's kind of I get a bowl this is kind of metaphorically you know I get a bowl and I write down seven or eight people that I owe money to and I throw all the names into the bowl and I spin it around and take out one and whoever's yeah. you're getting paid this month champion the rest of you will have to wait that is it Brilliant. I'm not yeah. worried about it like I'm going to be dead in 100 years so if I'm going to worry about uh, someone sending me a letter saying Mr McCormack do you know you've missed the last two months? Of course I know. Of course I know. And I'll probably yeah. miss the next two months as well. So there's a little heads up for you. Savior will send out another letter, you know. Um, talk <laughs> yeah, to, but t- those letters, you know, those letters, well, I find you get a letter and straight away you feel this, like, surge of anxiety, yes. you know, going up into your head. And, and then I go, okay, I can choose to just worry about this letter all day. Or, okay, what's the next step that I can do towards paying it off? Okay, I like had make a, a phone call. Oh, 100%. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Make a phone call. Yeah, go for a walk. Dad, put on some good music. Connect to your kids. Or ring somebody and talk about it. Get it out. You know? Yeah. And then, or, or make the first step. And then when I find that that's what I always did, things would just flow. Or you get more business. Or yeah. you get, you know, you get more bookings. Or it, it's amazing that's what would happen to me. That all, every single time. So I'd shift my mindset towards it. I know, um, no, it's great, Grant. I, one of the times, um, I owed a good bit of money. Now, when I say I owed, I was behind, you know? Um, yeah. And I said, look, what I was under, they were sending me letters left, right, and centre. They were knocking down forests to get the paper to send me yeah. letters. Like, you know, it was like the fucking Bible. Like, I had so many pages in the house. And yeah. I, I, and I said, all right, look, I said, I'm going to sell my car. And I sold my car and I paid off, I think it was 
So what they were saying was essentially they were going to bring me to court and it was the third or fourth letter. I didn't want to do that because I didn't want people to know that I couldn't afford these loans, that I was under pressure for money. I was living alone. Um, yeah. I was working my arse off. It was very hard to do on your own. I found I wasn't getting any help from anyone. And I said, look, I'm going to have to yeah. sell my car. So I sold my car and that paid 80% of the money that I was in arrears. Okay. And the following week, and I shit you not, I got a letter saying I'm going to court for the 20%. And that was no. the time that I realized that I made a mistake. And that was the time that I said, okay, if, I, if it was the dragons, then I'd say for that reason, I'm out. And I didn't, I, I just, I, I don't think it's crossed my mind once since to worry about it. Go away. Yeah. I and what do you mean? Did you get it sorted or what do you mean? You're out. You're out of what? Oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm out worrying about it. I'm, I'm out. Like I, I yeah. rang them the next day and I said, listen, look, I owe G X amount a month. I'm after giving you this. I'm after selling my car. Now you're after sending me a letter for the 20% that I couldn't give you that was in arrears. I said, well, look, I can't afford it. All that is stopping now. And I brought down my payments down by about 95%. And they said, no, well, we won't accept that. And I said, well, tough. And I went on for a year. I paid them nothing at all whatsoever. It was great crack. I used to go yeah. on a Saturday and have a few pints with the lads. Like, what's the football? Brilliant. Out of the money I was supposed to be giving them. And eventually then that I wasn't paying them, they got back to me and said, okay, we'll do your initial thing. And I said, well, we do it for six months no and see, can I do it? If not, then I'll, I'll, I'll take 97.5% off. And that's the way I've been with everything since that. It's not my problem to worry about money for the banks. That's what they get paid for, not me. If I had a yeah. job that was paying me eight or 900 euros a week and I had money to spare, I'm not afraid of work. It's just not fucking out there. Like I said, you cannot take knickers yeah. off a bare arse. So I cannot worry about the things that I cannot control. And if I cannot control that, why should I be worrying? Like, there, there's a value to my worrying and the value isn't in cash. It's in my mental health. It's in my enjoyment. It's in my peace in myself. Yeah. And... And and that's more valuable than a couple of thousand euros. That's everything to me. So yep. so everything else is only nonsense. I I do owe them. I will pay them, and I am paying them as I choose. Yeah. And if they yeah. don't like that, bring me to court. Okay. Now I wouldn't mind if I went to court. Everyone, oh Mark McCormick up in court. He was X amount of company. So what? Join the fucking queue. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind. Yeah. Now talk. You know what? They, it's, yeah. It's it's like they don't. It's all those threats. They're all threats. Hundred percent. Bullies. It's all threats. It's a load of shite. Bullies. Yeah. yeah. And you do the best that you possibly can. And the fact, a lot of people would spend their whole life completely avoiding all those conversations. Yeah. Um. Until they literally are evicted from their house. There. I. You ever see those? I've seen. Watch those programs. I can't watch them because it makes me feel sick to the stomach. But it also makes me people. They're so disconnected. They're so. They just will not face up. Because that's why I learned the meditation as well. The first step is facing your fears. Like you spend your whole time running away from your fears. It's just, they're like little monkeys. They're going to keep at you and at you. You're still going to get the letters and letters until you face up to the fact that you face the bullies. And once you do that, it dissolves. They run away. So yeah. they're just threatening you. You know, they, they've no legs to stand on. Um, really. It's, it's, it's bringing you to court for 20% of the little loan where you paid 80%, go F yourself. You know what I mean? I had a, a loan before and it, <laughs> I was in debt and I couldn't pay it back so I sent it to the debt collectors. And uh, Yeah. So I said, fair enough. It's in there too. <laughs> so, that, so let's just say it was 20,000. It wasn't 20,000 but I, I used that as a because I wanted to sound like a, a, yeah. a sum that means so. So obviously I couldn't pay whatever it was, the 200 a month back. So they said, okay, right, what we'll do is we'll, you know, I was ringing them saying, look, I can give you 20 hours a week or that would be 80 a month. And no, that's not good enough. We need 50. I said, but I'm not David Blaine. I can't uh, materialize money. And then they said, look, what we'll do now is do up a budget and show me. And they said, oh yeah, well, you have 150 euros. I said, yes. Well, number one is heat and a house. Number two is me to enjoy myself. Yeah. Number three is tax and insurance, food, electricity. You're about ninth down the list, champion. And that's and that's yeah. the, and that's a fact. That is the fact. Number one isn't up here, but number one is you have the house over your head. You have the oil, you have the yeah. heat, you have what stuff like that. And then so then say it was as I said, say it was twenty thousand. So they, they sent it to the debt collectors. They rang me and said, Look, if you can pay us seventeen thousand now, we call it quits. I said, Are you an no absolute way. fucking clown? I said, If I had seventeen thousand, I wouldn't be talking to you in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never heard such yeah. absolute nonsense. As, as if like I have four or five million in the bank and I'm playing hardball with the bank. I'm as honest as to come. If I owe you 100 euros on Wednesday week, you'll get it Wednesday week. If 
I haven't got it. Mm. If if no money comes, I cannot give. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. come here, you're essential oils. So the last time I was in on the podcast, I had a little. Uh, you, you, you gave me one of the essential oils and I put them on my hands. So I went around for yeah. that evening smelling that. That was absolutely lovely. Yes, because these oils are very, very powerful in that they change uh, the, the neurotransmitters in the brain as well because they release chemicals in the brain. So the oils are, they actually impact you emotionally, physically, um, because basically all disease really comes from stress. So I these oils are a lifesaver for me during this pandemic um, I've always liked I'm a Tory and so I love senses so I love smells but my mother was the same she always grew herbs and flowers in the garden and so I always loved essential oils so and I, I started this business about five years ago I mean it's called doTERRA I'm a wellness advocate for them and actually my business has, has really taken off Mark even since I was chatting to you the last I've got to another rank and I'm thrilled I'm a leader now and I have a team and I'm te- you know I'm mentoring uh, people to teach essential oils in their own house so that's brilliant so every, anyone anyone well, can use these well oils done. for that's emotional class. physical health thank you I, yeah I'm really proud of myself you should be um, and I've been doing I've been doing it for years and I'm really passionate about sharing and it's all about serving people and, and teaching them how to use them so like I, what I do is I send out a sample of some like they they tell me you know what they want to you know what they want to use them for so I send them a sample of oil of what they I think that would really help them and then I do a class and teach them the three ways to use these oils and then and then I give them tell them I give them advice on which oils they would need for their specific condition down to like stomach issues um emotional for emotional issues the brains for children as well so yeah. But I'm so happy to hear work. that's going well. I'm so happy to hear that because uh, you 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 were doing yeah. it when I met you, and you were kind of you were so enthusiastic about it. And obviously, that hasn't left you. It's grown, if anything, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just love them so much. These these oils are the best in the world because they're sourced from the country where the plant grows the best. So the lemons are from Italy because that's uh, the best lemons grow in Italy. And so there's 48 countries they source these plants, like you know. It's incredible. The wintergreen is from Nepal, and yeah, you know, vertebrate grows best in in Haiti. And then this company, what they do with the profits is they they go back to those third world countries that they get the oils from and build schools, they build hospitals, build houses for third world, and they put in water systems and they and they really invest in their farmers as well. I was blown away by them. Um, well, that that's good. But, it, it sounds like everyone's a winner with that, you know. Yeah, and also their ma- their manufacturing distillery is in Cork in Ireland, and Blarney, the headquarters for Europe. They oh. literally just they've employed four hundred staff down in Blarney to bottle all the oils and all the oils come to Blarney. They're bottled and distributed. So I I think that's that's fantastic. It is. So creating jobs as well. Grown. Great and great job. Yeah. Well, I'm a wellness advocate for them, so. I'd be, you know, teaching people how to get them and use them. And I have a business within them, but they also hire people all around Europe. Um, it only came to Europe about six, five, six years ago, six, seven years ago. And it's growing exponentially. Like I could see it a huge shift this year. People really want to take control of their health naturally. So just give and, the, and the name of it again where, where, where people can find it. Yeah. Well, just go on to my um, Facebook page called Emer Dunn's Essential Oil Advice. Emer Dunn's Essential link. Oil Advice, okay. Yeah, there's a link to my to my shop. I have an online shop. Yeah. Um, mydoterra.com forward slash Emer Dunn, but the link is on, it's on my yeah. Facebook page. So just like my Facebook page, I'm always putting up stuff about the oils. Um, and I'm yeah. also creating an event as well. I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, well, just now, um, be, just before I get into yeah. that, um, that's the reason we have you on today. I, I'm, it's it's a, uh, it's going to be very good. But just before you come on to it, um, as I mentioned before to people on the show, I am playing. Uh, if you have a MP3 or a demo, just send it on to me. If you're a band or a solo artist or a comedian, or if you tell poetry. Uh, send it on to clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com and as I've been doing for the last few shows I'll play 
the track or the sketch or read it or whatever um at the end of um at the end of the show at the end of today's show i have an instrumental piece by scott holmes it's called upbeat party um as i say it's instrumental really really enjoyable just good kind of you know if you're out walking and you're finished listening to the podcast you'll just get a kind of a little pump in your step as you're walking along um so that'll come at the end of the show um yeah let me see what else okay look again thank you for everybody who has supported the podcast so far um look i can't have all the stuff that i'm doing and i can't keep it going unless people do that and thank you for everyone who's done it so far um if if you want to donate you can do it through paypal it's paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie so emer unlocking your mind body and spirit in the lockdown talk to me about this this is extremely interesting yeah i you know the last few weeks i was tired everyone was talking about lockdown 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 and i'm like that you know if we say the word over and over again you're going to start to believe lockdown i want to unlock my mind body and spirit so i and my mentor in doTERRA was telling me, Emery, I want you to create a venture, a leader now. And I was like, okay, great. And then as he was talking, I said, unlock your mind, body, spirit in this lockdown. So what I'm going to do is over the years, you know all the personal development courses I've done. I've made incredible people. So I've asked them to come and speak in their expertise, in their field of expertise. So the first week I'm going to, it's a, it's a free event. It's on my Facebook page. So what you do It says free for the three weeks, Emer, is it? It's free for the three weeks. So each evening, I'm going to get one expert to talk each evening on very specific fields. So the first week is the body. So I have yoga teachers that are doing yoga at least 10 years. So everyone is doing what they've been doing for at least 10 years. So they're quite expert at what they do. Um, I'm getting a man talking about, you know, swimming outside, you know, how to... For the body part, it will be yoga, exercise, all the exercises you can do for free. Um, uh, um, elite athletes have a, an expert who's brilliant, marathon runner, for years going to talk about how to, how to exercise outside, then uh, swimming outside, yoga. Uh, I'm getting some, a nutritionist, she's, she's actually teaches people to become nutritionists, so that's how expert she's a, she's a professor in her field in nutrition. And she's brilliant. She knows very well about the oils. So she's going to talk about, she's an incredible speaker, getting her to speak for hormonal balance and, and nutrition. And How hard was it to get um, all this? Like, I mean, that's... So all my friends, I just asked them and I said, do you want to speak for half an hour, 45 minutes per evening? And they're like, yep, it's easy. They're all coming um, on kind of as a favour for you, free to put this on for people in lockdown uh, to make them feel... They're not doing any... Yeah they're, yeah, they're not in a favor. They, it's like, I'm thinking, all the gyms and pools are closed. You can't go anywhere. So why not Why not feed your mind and body and learn? You might discover things that you never even knew about Yeah, and to change your mindset. And so I have a hypnotherapist coming on, psychotherapist, people who would know everything about how to control your emotions and how they connect it to your body. Um um, in the personal development field, that's the mind bit. The first week is body, second week is mind, third week is spirit. So I have the head of the faculty of some ACAM come and speak. They're going to talk about the ACAM circles and about the, the transcendental meditation that I do. And then I'm going to speak about chakra dance as well. And, and cause I'm, I'm going to do an, a 10 day program starting at the end of January to reboot your base chakra which is all about your purpose in life and your connecting to nature so this three week um, course that's starting it's starting tomorrow on the 14th am I right about that yes the 14th of January yeah Yeah. tomorrow tomorrow so all all you have to do is add yourself to the group add yourself to the event there's a link to to be added to a group and then I'm just going to get people on each day each evening from 8 to 9 it'll be there you can watch it there at whatever time you want if you can't get to it live um, I'm going to put a link but, to that on the on the YouTube uh, video and when I put it up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, all those places, I'll put a link to it as well. Um, so if you listen to the podcast yeah. uh, today and you like it, just click the link and follow and you can get access. To, like That's a brilliant thing to set up. It really, really is. I mean... Look, you're a leader. Yeah. You're a leader now. You're 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 leading the way. You're after setting up this. I mean, it's not a Mickey Mouse thing. You have real people that know what they're talking about, and plenty of them coming in over a long period of time to help people. 
Yeah. Um, you should be very proud yeah. of yourself, Emer. Thank you, Mark. It's brilliant. Yeah, you, like, it, you didn't have to do there, that, you know? Yeah. No, I know, but I wanted to kind of, like, because the last people are, are coming to me and they're so down and they're so, they've nothing to look forward to. And I yeah. go, you know, and I feel the same at times. You know, you, you know, all my social life is completely gone and, and I'm kind of like, well, you know, what else can we do? What else can we possible? So I just love chatting to people. And I love, uh, as you remember we talked about before, everyone has an interchangeable exchange of light and information. Yes. So you can either give off light or exchange information or gain information or give information. So that's, when I heard that from Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's a, he's a, was a neuroscience. I was like, oh my God. So every person I meet, they're either going to get, there's, there's going to be an interchangeable exchange of light and information. So do I gain information or will I give information? You know the way some people come yeah. in and blah, they tell you whether it's information you don't want to know. Yeah. That's the technical <laughs> um, term, blue. That is called gossip. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I, I normally shoot down people to start telling me gossip straight away. I couldn't have less interest. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I yeah, hate people is, talking about is, other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's called overactive throat chakra. Yeah, okay, so that's the throat chakra being overactive. It's it's imbalanced. Yeah. Um so that's yeah, that's what I was teaching in my chakras in the chakra now. Um again when some people and you know, it depends if they're confiding in you in, in a problem or being bullied, that's okay. Um, but if they're, you know, talking yeah. You kind of, it doesn't feel good. It's not to do with the energy of how it makes you feel. Yeah. Just as you said, shoot it down. Don't want to know. None of my business. Good luck. <laughs> I normally get like, like, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be one to get offended too easy, but if somebody is talking to me about somebody else putting them down, I kind of, it's, it's just a, I suppose it's like a reflex. Um, I act offended on that person's behalf. I said, why are you saying that? Go and say it to the person. Why are you telling me? Do you think that I'm going to think the same thing? Why are you saying that? Why are you jealous? Let them do their own thing. It's nothing to do with you. You know? Yeah, right. But I'm going... That, that's great advice. So say that again. So you, like, you speak on the person's behalf and who they're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I just say... So why? you haven't got the courage to say it to the person. I said, why aren't you saying it to the person? And I said, what's more, if you're trying to look and get gossip and have me to talk back to you saying bad things about them, you're backing up the wrong tree. I'm all for their positivity and what they're doing. I want them to do well. I think you're the one that's the fool, not them. You know? Yeah. I can't stand yeah. it. I hate negative. Oh, did, did you see your one the other day? She was there and she's trying to release a song on Facebook. Who does she think she is? She thinks she's a normal person. That's yeah. who she is. She's trying to do something yeah. positive. She's trying to sing. She's yeah. trying to make something of herself. Just because you don't want to do it or you feel so bad and, and just rotten to the core. Just shut your mouth if you don't want to do it. Let let the other person exactly. do what they want to do. It's nothing got to do with you. Exactly. And that's a, a classic example of the transference of their lack of self-esteem. Yeah. Because, isn't it? That's what we talked about. Yeah. Well, what I'm going to do now, Emer, is I'm going to yeah. sign up to this three-week course. Um, obviously, I'm doing podcasts, so I won't be able to watch it live. So I'm very, very happy that you said you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can watch it. It'll be there in, all, in the group. Right. And what so I'll do you is, watch it live if you there. I'm gonna do yeah. the. I'm gonna listen to everyone speaking, listen to everything that's going on, and then when the three weeks are up, shortly after that, I might get you back on to talk about the experience and what it was like and all stuff like that. If you'd be interested in that, well, I'd be thrilled to do that, Mark. That'd because be awesome. I yeah. want to like. Look, I want to. I can't meditate. I've tried it loads of times. As in the, and I, I think we spoke about this the last time as well, but like. Yeah. meditate as in sitting down I can't do it but I feel I suppose and it's been said to me by other people I probably meditate all the time like I'm if, if I sit down with a cup of tea for a half an hour on the table I could be looking into the far distance and my I'm just pure relaxed and calm so it's probably I'm probably doing yeah. some sort of it without realising but I appreciate okay. that what I am doing probably announced myself is limited and I know that I can do it better um, and I'm not going to do it better yeah. saying that I know I'm going to do it better. I can only do it better by listening to people who know what they're talking about and put in the hour a day for the time to sit down and listen and learn shit that I do not know. And that's the way you'll improve. So I want to push this course we're doing. I want, if there's anyone listening to this podcast, 
please, please. And, and even if you feel good, I don't care. If you feel bad, go. Go on to Emer's page, uh, Unlocking Your Mind, Body and Spirit in the Lockdown. I love the idea. I love the premise of it. Um, again, you don't have to watch it live. I don't know if people are putting kids to bed and blah, blah, blah. When you get five minutes or half an hour, sit down, stick it on. You can put, watch two or three in a row if you get a bit of time, rather than watching an episode of something on Netflix. And this will be... it. it It'll be teaching you. It's kind of food for thought, and it's 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 learning and energy of information that's passed on by experienced people down through the years. And you can get it all in the space of three weeks. I think this is a great idea, and I'm delighted you're doing it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate you helping me, you know, promoting and get it out there. I'll do it for um, the three weeks now, and I'll come on a week later and I say that was nothing but shite. I want to listen. You're Well, if it is. <laughs> yeah, well, there'll be some people you'll resonate with and others you won't. Um, yeah, well, I'll be honest learn, as the come anyways, you learn. know. Yeah. But it'd be yeah. good, like, to see, you, you know, it, 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 yeah. it'll be good to do it and it'll be good to see what it's like. And I, I, I want to do it because I feel I could meditate. And, you know, I'm always one that I'm saying yeah. that I, I look about the God existing and all that. I'm not really sure, but meditation works for whatever reason that I don't understand, you understand a lot better than I do, but maybe it's like, just I just can't yeah. comprehend it at the moment because I can't do it. But it does not mean that I cannot try. So, look. Well, it's like you need to be guided, Mark. It's like, actually, you know what? I saw a thing on Netflix called Headspace, A Beginner's Guide to Meditation. Okay. And this guy, he was a monk for 10 years, and he explained it's only 20-minute episodes. Watch that. And that okay, will I will do. that. He, it's actually brilliant so I was watching it there and he actually teaches you how to meditate in while you're listening and now that's mindfulness meditation okay yeah. um, the, 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 that's kind of like the beginner's guide when you get into transcendental which is where you get rid of your suffering that's another realm again yeah. that's where you connect to the universal intelligence and the divi- you get divine inspiration comes to you like, and things flow and co- coincidences Synchronicities occur, but I think you're you're getting the, you're there, Mark, Mark, by talking to people and being open to new possibilities and and being humble and like I'm always humble. I I've done so many courses and I, every person that comes into my path, I want to learn from them. Which yeah, I do, and I know I know a lot myself. I I don't know everything though. I don't even know a fraction of what of everything. You know the. Yeah. But um, I just love learning. I always did as a kid. I was always a good student in everything. And especially so if like something can help you. If, if, if something can, especially with the lockdown, people feeling down, people feeling depressed, people feeling low yeah. on themselves, people kind of feeling like, I don't know, a cabin fever, like the walls are coming in. Like people might go look at this three week course and again, look, remember it's free everybody. So people might look at this and go, well, it didn't really work for me. At least you fucking tried something rather than sitting down with a fucking onesie on you eating a fucking packet of Doritos. You're trying something, you know? And and you might get inspiration to to change your life. You might get even tiny little tips to change your behavioral patterns. 100%. You know, even if it's one little thing that you got from it. Yeah. Which it won't be one little thing. It'll be loads of things. Because, yeah. like, I always knew there's a connection between mind, body, and spirit. And as a physical therapist coming, people coming in with physical, it's, it always manifests physically what's going on emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. Yeah. It always starts there and it manifests physically. Always. So, I always know there's a connection. Unless you got, you're in a car accident or you got a bang or, of course, but again, yeah, yeah. you're in a car accident, you're probably worried about something that happened to you. Or you weren't paying attention on the road, or you were distracted, or you were angry. The accident occurred. So you know what I mean. I, I actually believe that everything that happens bad physically is a manifestation of what goes going on spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. I know that for a fact. Yeah, they'd often but say, I, like, like doctors would say and scientists would say that, like, if if you're really, really stressed about something. Um, that you you might have a sore back, you might have a sore shoulder, even though there's nothing physically wrong with you. It kind of manifests oh. itself as stress in the body and you kind of tighten up. Because when I had depression bad, I remember sitting down mm-hmm. and I'd catch myself where my my two fists would be closed. And I used to call it white knuckling it. So my knuckles would be so white that my fists were closed. Mm-hmm. And I'd see it and I'd oh say, God. Jesus, that's weird, you know. Um, yeah. And so that was, was unconsciously. 100%. Yeah, unconsciously. 100%. Yeah. So it, it was physically 
hurting me. Like, my hands would be sore after. And I'd say, Jesus, what was I doing there? It was just, but so that is true, because I know, because it's happened to me over years. So you're right. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, and people grind their teeth and they yeah. bleed. People, like, I, they, they develop fists. I, I, you know what I've seen that huge is people getting fists from stress in the back of their neck, underneath their arms, and that's all pure stress. Yeah. Um, and from bad posture, from like, you know, not being present, not living in the moment, not just breathe. Some people, my thing is I don't breathe. I catch myself, I'm not breathing, you know, I'm, I'm holding my breath, you know. <laughs> and it's like, and then you're stopping the oxygen flow around your body. <laughs> I wonder so, if that anything got to yeah. do with you used to being a swimmer. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. It would be to do with, yeah, holding your breath into the water, or I breathe differently, you know, from yeah. when you're a swimmer. You know, that, that George Gibney podcast actually healed me, even though it's a harrowing podcast. I, it affected me deeply, and I released, I knew it was the cause of a lot of my depression and anxiety, and I released so much from listening to that podcast. Yeah. Um, um, and even though things, Again, I faced the fear, looked into where it was coming from, saw it made so much sense. And that recurring dream I've had about swimming is gone. Now, actually, I'm having dreams about swimming right now, and I'm the age I am now. I used to have this recurring dream of swimming at 15, 14, 15. I'd be at a gala, and I was always that age. And now I'm dreaming about swimming at my own age right now. So I know I've got rid of that. Yeah. years of that recurring dream. And it's all subconscious. Amazing it was. The mind is just, um, it's the mind is absolutely amazing. We, we, yeah, we understand so much, but also, and this, you know, that the flip of the coin is so little. Um, I, I look, I'm looking yeah. forward to doing this. I, it's going to start tomorrow. I'm looking forward to doing it. I will, I will, um, yeah. Do you have an email address if anyone wants to email you about the course while they're doing it and let you know that, um, you know, that, that, that they're, they're get they're looking at the course and they're enjoying it and stuff like that. And, yeah, sure. Um, Emer Emer D seventy five E M E R D double E seventy five at hotmail dot com. My main address. Hundred percent. Just if anyone is doing the podcast or anyone is doing the course and they're very interested, at least you can kind of. It's nice to be talking over and back to people when you're doing something. I find anyways, it certainly helps me doing this. You know. Yeah, fantastic. Look, Brilliant. I'm going to let you go. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming on again. Um, it should have been. Mark. It would have been much quicker. Only obviously the COVID, and this is obviously all my podcasts are over the phone now. But um, it's been an yeah. absolute pleasure. Likewise, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. I love chatting to you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>